Hello, friends, and welcome to another episode of the Frugal Snobs podcast, the award-winning on-demand audio experience that has never won an award, but that could all change. We hope you enjoy this week's episode. Please be sure to subscribe on iTunes or Google Play Music, or check us out on Stitcher or TuneIn Radio. Find out more by visiting frugalsnobs.com. While you're there, be sure to help out the project by taking the Podtracks survey, directly donating via PayPal, or by doing your Amazon shopping through the Frugal Snobs associate link. We also invite you to follow us on Twitter at Frugal Snobs or find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Frugal Snobs. And now, on to the episode. Hey everybody, this is Justin from FrugalSnobs.com. Today is Sunday, December the 10th, 2016. And welcome to episode 80 of the Frugal Snobs podcast. Brought Christina with me. It is the last episode for the Frugal Snobs of 2016. As we mentioned, we're going to be taking some time off toward the holiday period here in the United States. Uh, to everyone around the world, for everyone in the United States, around the world, and our global audience, thank you so much for another great year. Um, it's our first full year of podcasts as the Frugal Sounds Podcast. We're very appreciative of the listenership and being able to grow the brand and to also grow the podcast. Adding Christina to the show definitely added um, an extra element that I think was helpful to our listening audience. And also, again, we're very happy... Uh, to have served you for a, another year, and we're looking forward to 2017. Again, we'll be coming back with a New Year's Day episode on January 1st, 2017. So, a couple of quick announcements before we get into the show. Uh, we have a couple of product reviews as well. Now, uh, this week we'll be talking about being festively frugal. Uh, it is the, tis the season, so to speak. So, we'll be talking about ways to take advantage of certain deals, offers, etc., not only around the holiday period, but around uh, the year. But at the same time, uh, the holidays are where you're going to see more of these deals. And also, again, it's always about giving versus receiving. I uh, can't believe I said that <laughs> but as a frugal snob. But it is all about giving and making a difference in the lives of other people, especially those that you really care about. So a couple of quick uh, updates. Um, I am proud to announce that uh, Christine and I are also proud to announce that uh, the Frugal House podcast is now available on Auto Radio. That's O-T-T-O-R-A-D-I-O. Auto Radio. Uh, you can go check out the Frugal Sense Podcast. Also, the Frugal Sense Podcast is now available on podcasts.com. So if you're using either of these networks to syndicate your favorite podcast, you'll be able to check out and pick up the Frugal Sense Podcast syndicated on a weekly basis. And of course, get out there and check out the podcast through your podcatcher or network of choice. And that includes iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Music, TuneIn Radio, etc., etc. We're also still working on our breakthrough with Pod. Uh, casting through castbox.fm, uh, so that's still a work in progress, and I'll let everyone know after the first of the year when they can catch the Frugal Snobs podcast on Castbox. But progress is being made. So, Christina, how are you doing this weekend? Very well. Are you? Eh, I'm okay. I'm okay. We're surviving. That's what I'm saying. Very well. Yes, and you have a couple of items you want to add to the list, but before we get to that, let's talk about our product reviews this week. So, um, this week. Uh, what can I say? We picked up a couple of really nice freebies at our local grocery store, Harris Teeter. Uh, we picked up, I believe, Harris Teeter brand batteries. Did you pick up the double A batteries or the triple A batteries? They were double A's. So we picked up a four pack, two four packs, right? Two four packs. Two four packs of double A batteries for absolutely free. That's a four fifty value. We also picked up the Kraft Snack Trio. And that's four fifty each. Yes, that's four fifty per package of batteries for free. Uh, it's four dollars and fifty cents US. We also picked up the Kraft Snack Trio, which we'll talk about as a product review on this show. Uh, we also picked up sprinkles, I believe. Yes. So packages of sprinkles. We're making some Christmas cookies out of those, I'm sure, <laughs> in the very near future. 
Um, but I did want to talk about the Craft Snack Trio. Now, this Snack Trio that we were to pick up for free, I think it retails at $1.59. At least at Harris Teeter. It varies by grocery store. Right. So I'd say, yes, at Harris Teeter, $1.59. I wouldn't say this is worth $1.59, would you? No. Yeah, so basically it's a three-compartment small snack pack, so to speak. Uh, and in the compartments for at least the the version that we were able to pick up for free, we received, I believe, little cheddar cheese crumbles, uh, cinnamon dehydrated cinnamon apples, Yes. right, and granola. Mm-hmm. So I could see the apples and the granola going together, but not the cheese. So... Uh, definitely an interesting concept. I mean, you got a couple of grams of protein out of it, a few calories, but nothing of of major benefit. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, again, it seems a bit steep on the pricing. Packaging was nice, though. But the snack itself was uh, relatively underwhelming. And please keep in mind, you cannot eat the packaging, so why pay for it? <laughs> that's true, unless you're a goat. Unless you're a goat. <laughs> or you have a goat. That's true. A lot of people have goats. <laughs> um, Christine, I may have to ask you to go and do a quick uh, run on researching this, but I have a cup of, what is this? Butter pecan. Butter pecan coffee. Mm-hmm. That's what I have. So this is part of my, what, the 12 flavors of Christmas coffees? The 12, 12 coffees of Christmas? Yeah, 12 coffees of Christmas. I see. Who makes these 12 coffees of Christmas series? Coffee Masters. Coffee Masters. Okay. And each packet is 1.5 <clears throat> ounce. Which is roughly one pot. Yes. Right? So one 12-cup standard pot of coffee. Now, um... <coughs> Pardon me, folks. Again, allergies, and it is the season to start getting sick. Um, but uh, this butter pecan came in this 12-pack, so to speak, of the 12 coffees of Christmas. And it's interesting in that um, each of these coffees, essentially, you get a, a pot per pouch. There's 12 pouches in the package from Coffee Masters. I'm having the butter pecan, and I'll, I'll go through it here in a second in terms of my review. But the good part about this is that I'm, I'm working with the Keurig 2.0 here at the studio, uh, we also were able to pick up the Brew and Save, and we'll talk a little bit more about that as a holiday item or gift idea here in a few minutes as we get into the show. But the cool part is these packages are supposed to deliver basically the equivalent of one pot, one 12-cup pot of standard coffee per pouch. There's a number of flavors here. We'll go through them shortly. Uh, but I'm able to actually get, with my Brew and Save, two pots yes. out of each of these packages. So it's pretty cool. So basically you can buy the package of 12, but you'll essentially, if you have a Keurig 2.0 and a Brew and Save, You'll be able to get essentially 24 pots of coffee out of this. And it was a good deal. I was able to pick up the uh, the item for, what, $5? Yes. $5 U.S. Dollars, and it's regularly $15. Mm-hmm. That's right. So, again, one of those holiday deals, folks. So, the butter pecan, that's uh, very nice. I mean, again, this is about a half of the package. Makes about a four, I think a four or so cup yes. pot for the standard Keurig 2.0. That's, that's, that's about an 8-ounce to 10-ounce cup, folks. So, you do the math here in terms of the size of the cups. Now, I'm, I'm actually drinking this out of about a 12-ounce cup, my coffee time cup, because it's always coffee time. Very nice smell to it. Definitely smells like the holidays. Very nice dark in color. Um, warm around 95 to 100 degrees, so it's not boiling hot, but a nice little steam effect. Ah, taking a sip, you definitely taste the butter pecan. Now, I do want to recommend a couple of things here, and I'll be trying this later on this evening, folks. I will be adding... Pardon me, roughly an ounce to an ounce and a half of Kentucky-style bourbon uh, to a cup of butter pecan. And this will be an evening roast, if you will. Nice holiday pick-me-up. That's right, I'll be jingling all the way. And then I'm going to go to sleep. (laughs) So I'm going to enjoy this coffee uh, with a little bit of Kentucky-style bourbon in it. Um, But it's fine as a standalone. Now, I will warn everyone, with flavored coffees, you want to drink those pretty quickly. Um, They tend to be very strong when you first open the packaging and have your first pot. 
But after that first pot or first couple cups of coffee, everybody, it tends to start to lose lose the the holiday flavor or the flavoring period uh, in the in the coffee itself. It will maintain the aroma of the coffee, but the flavor will be lost to standard coffee taste. So I wanted to bring that up to everybody. Um, also, for anybody that refrigerates or freezes coffee, that's certainly a possibility. Um, I know a lot of people have asked about how to keep your coffee fresh. Um, I definitely would consider, of course, keeping it in a vacuum-sealed container, like a, de a decanter of some sort. We, we certainly do that here at the Frugal Snobs. Uh, Javalia Cafe and others also give away, at one point they gave away decanters as well that were branded. Um, you can also keep it in, in a sealed Tupperware, uh, in the refrigerator, or in the freezer. So, also, if you're a fan of, of brewing coffee that is fresh ground coffee, like Kona coffee, uh, or other bean coffee, whole bean coffee, such as Turkish coffee, for example, um, I suggest that you brew that as you need it and grind it as you need it. Don't grind it ahead of time. Uh, the oils that are in the beans will actually be lost to lose flavor in the actual roast itself. <sighs> Sorry, I didn't mean to get onto a, a tangent on coffee. But it's good education. I mean, especially for someone who is new to drinking coffee and they're like, oh, I, I get my big boy shoes on and I'm going to make some whole bean coffee. This is pretty good. This butter pecan is really good. You should probably try this out at some point. In fact, if I were you, I'd add a little bit of cream to this, but it's pretty good. Try that out, especially as a uh, cold coffee. You might want to try that. Anyway, so Christine, you can try that. Add a little bit of your vanilla protein to it. Pretty good, actually. Um, give you a little Starbucks pick-me-up for less, less cost. So, all right, everybody. So, um, definitely, uh, the butter pecan is very nice. Very nice uh, uh, coffee here at the holiday season. Now, it's a little bit cold outside. It's around 37 degrees Fahrenheit. We're finally starting to get into the season here in, in the D.C. metro area which is really kind of cool because it's been warm here recently. Unfortunately. It's really weird, weird, weird weather. Our sinuses and our allergies are going nuts. Again, you've heard me cough a couple times on the episode. I apologize for the quality of my voice. But, hey, what can I say? It's starting to get cold, though. Our evenings are getting into the 20s. Yes. And we'll have teens this week. Ugh. It's going to be awesome. Finally. <clears throat> it's Christmas time in the city. That's right. So, everybody around the world, I wanted to wish everyone out there Feliz Navidad, Merry Christmas, Happy Joao Noel, Happy Kwanzaa, Happy Kwanzaa. You broke up my Joao Noel. That is the French Merry Christmas. <laughs> that, that gives me a certain je ne sais quoi, if you will. Uh, to all of our listeners in the United Kingdom, again, instead of Merry Christmas, Happy Christmas, uh, Joao Noel to all the French-speaking world, uh, Merry Christmas to all the English-speaking world, of course, outside of Great Britain. And Feliz Navidad to all of our Latin listeners as well. So I hope everybody enjoys the holiday season and the new year. Be safe. Uh, be smart about the decisions that you make. And definitely enjoy that time with family and friends. Again, it's not always about, about receiving. It's always about giving. So we always try to do the best we can. So in that same vein, we're going to give a couple of uh, holiday presents to everyone right now. And the first is a couple of items for the list. Yeah. Now, the one thing I wanted to add on the list, and I think, Christina, you wanted to add this, was, was grumpy or unfriendly cashiers. Yes. Um, if you're in retail, suck it up and smile. So, okay. So let me give a little backstory. Wow. Let me give a little backstory here, everybody. So Christina and I went out today to pick up a couple of uh, holiday gifts as we're continuing the trek to finish up our holiday shopping. Again, we have a couple weeks. Christmas is two weeks from today, everybody, by the way. So get your holiday shopping done. We're out picking up some holiday gifts for some family members today, and... There was an incident, everyone. So, again, being in line at a retailer uh, is always a pain, especially during the holiday season. So, get in line. We get we get we get to the the front counter there to check out. We're getting pushed through the line. The cashier asks, "How would you? How are you going to pay?" Versus, 
giving us just the total, letting us pay. Uh, we we're certainly going to pay for our stuff, don't you worry. And then she decides to push us through line, almost uh, through the line, almost as if she was impatient. Yeah. It was rude. I agree. Definitely. If you're working in retail, try harder. Find something else to do. If it's seasonal for you, I'm sorry, but definitely smile and actually earn your paycheck. It was rude. Other item is uh, I wanted to put someone else on the list, or anyone on the list, who basically decides to walk out in the middle of traffic and hesitates, looks right at a motorist, and then walks right out in front of a moving car. That happened to us today, did it not? Uh, yeah, it's ridiculous. Pe- people. People. It's ridiculous. So that's our, those are our two items on the list. And this is my list, not Santa's list. Yeah, so. and she was not at a crosswalk? I think the majority of the people on our list, by the way, have been naughty and not nice. Exactly. I do believe they so. They made the wrong list. Yeah, they'll be, they'll, be getting on, they'll be getting those lumps of coal this year. And they're on what? The list! <laughs> they're on the list. The naughty list. That's right, they're on the naughty list. So that naughty list is year-round. So, I'm sure I'll probably be on it a time or two anyway. Well, you have to check it twice, so... That's true. I don't need to check it twice, okay? (laughs) That's not something we need to do. So, okay, so, the list. So, first couple items. Now, also, Christine and I thought we would take... Is it the BuzzFeed accent challenge? Yes. I thought we would. Now, we've seen this thing floating around the internet, and I've seen it on on the internet. (laughs) Or the interwebs. Well, I mean, um, this one, from the BuzzFeed one is basically, what do you call this? What do you call that? Right. I've seen, I've seen a lot of this on YouTube. So rather than do this on YouTube for everybody uh, as part of the Frugal Snobs channel, which we will be updating after the first of the year, everybody with some new content. So get out there and check out the Frugal Snobs channel. I think I'm going to call it Frugal Snobs TV. <laughs> That's what we should call it. Uh, we decided we would go, go through it here. Now, Christina, you are from Pennsylvania. Yes. I am from the greatest state in the Union. So you and say. That is, uh, so I say. That is the great state of Maryland. We have the best flag. We have a wonderful state song. We eat crabs since birth, and we're the home of Old Bay Seasoning and the Baltimore Orioles. We are the greatest state in the United States of America. You are from a commonwealth that wishes it could be a state, but it's not cool enough. Plus, it has a lot of old people. That's right. I said it. You're, you're on my list of states. There's four states, everybody, in the United States that I put on my crap list of states. And yeah, I said it, my crap list. That is New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Michigan, and Ohio. If you are in one of these four states, I'm sorry if I offend you, including yourself, Christina, but guess what? Too bad. Anyway... Let's go ahead and get to the accent challenge. Now, the reason why I bring this up... Sorry, Christina. Please don't be mad at me. I can't stay mad at you. <laughs> it's, it's Christmas. You can't be mad at me. So anyway, um, we want to take the accent challenge because Christina uh, I, is from Pennsylvania, and she does have a bit of a, a vernacular that does express her, her regionality. Culture. I'll put it regionality. I'm the same way. I talk really fast, and I also have expressed A's. Like, for example, when somebody says, I can't, I usually say I can't kind of nasally, right? Or not I'm sorry, but I'm sorry. I say that a lot too. So um, everybody from Maryland out there that I've talked to always says they never have an accent and everybody else says they do. <laughs> like, for example, I just said accent, not accent. So, yeah, so I just I can't help it. Uh, you be the judge, everybody. Christina's from Pennsylvania. She has her own dialect. I have my own dialect of American English based on our regionality. And I think we'll go ahead and take the challenge right now. So go ahead and let's go ahead and, and, and set the stage for the challenge. All right, well, with what we're going, we're going to do the BuzzFeed. It's just questions. Sure. And basically, it has had a list of options. Yep, words and questions, right? Yes. All right, so let's go ahead and go through the different words. What do you call a sweetened carbonated beverage? I call it a soda. What do you call it? I, it, it depends. No, 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 no. You can't, you can't. You're going to change. screw the challenge up. <laughs> you, you just got to give the first word that comes to your mind. You can't, you can't think about it. I typically say soft drink. Okay, so you say soft drink. All right, I say soda. Um, in other parts of the country, I think they say they say pop. They say pop, soda pop, fizzy drink. 
Coke. Yeah, I've heard a lot of people call every every al- um, alcoholic, not every alcoholic beverage, jeez. Every beverage. Uh, every carbonated sweet beverage, a instead of a soda, they call it a Coke. Everything's Coke. doesn't matter if it's Coke, Diet Coke, Pepsi, Mountain Dew, no matter what, it's Coke, right? I've heard a lot of that in Florida. I used to live in Florida, so I um, heard a lot of that. Of and I'm actually going to take the quiz as we go along. Okay, so I've called it, I call it a soda, you call it a soft drink. Next question. All right. And by the way, when we get to the word list, everyone, we'll just go through the words. She'll say the word first, that being Christina, then I'll say the word the way I would say it. So, go ahead. What's the next one? What do you call your gym shoes? Tennis shoes. What do you call them? Sneakers. Okay, next question. What do you call the device that turns the channel on the TV? Remote. What I do, do call the it? same. Remote. I've heard it called a clicker. Yes. <laughs> channel a... changer, zapper, yeah. controller, remote control. I call it remote. The remote. All right, so what's the next question? What do you call the wheeled contraption used to carry groceries at the supermarket? Can you please tell me you call it the same thing I do, and that's a shopping cart? I, depending on where I'm at. I've heard it called a buggy in Florida and in the South, but I call it a shopping cart. Well, if I'm at like a regular store, I say shopping cart, but if I'm at a grocery store, I say grocery cart. So it's a cart. Yeah. Okay. So you actually distinguish. Oh, speaking of, before we get to the next question, I, again, I've, I've always wondered about this. Have you ever heard people say, for example, if they go shopping for groceries, I've heard people say I'm going grocery shopping. Mm-hmm. I've heard people say I'm going shopping, mm-hmm. which is what I would say because all shopping's the same to me. <laughs> but I've heard some people also say that they go food shopping. I've not have you heard, heard that, that before? No. I have. <laughs> I heard a lot when I was in Florida. Everybody says, well, I'm going food shopping. I'm like, as opposed to any other kind of shopping, I just say I'm going shopping. See, see, it's my accent again. Shopping. See, see, <laughs> see. I'm telling you, I at least admit that I have a slight accent. Accent. Anyway, so yes, I've heard people say they go shopping, food shopping, or grocery shopping. One next question. What do you call the bug that rolls up into a ball when you touch it? Roly poly. I've never heard of it, so I've no. Never heard of a roly poly. But that is one of the options. That I've also heard them called isopods as well. That's not on the list. And by the way, because people who take the accent challenge, accent challenge, by the way, uh, tend to, there's uh, several people that I've seen that are biology people. Yeah. And they call them isopods. Like they're, like they're, this is, it, it's like, how dare you call this a roly-poly? It's an isopod. I'm like, okay, listen up, okay? Regular people don't talk like that, all right? I don't care how smart you are. You don't talk like that to other people. Because if you, look... I have learned one thing in life. I don't care how smart you are. I'm a pretty smart guy, pretty credentialed, etc. But you have to be accepted by the 80% of people in society before the 20%. Yes. Right? So you might want to be a regular person. <laughs> that, that would probably get you further, wouldn't it? Uh, just a little bit. Yeah. So anyway, sorry, next question. Um, how would you address a group of people? You guys. Now, in Texas, it's y'all. What would you say? You guys? Or hey guys, or hey uh, guys, but that's not one of the options. So I have to follow the other. Oh, so okay, so uh, what's what's your options? You, you guys, y'all, you all, yins, yaus. I'm sorry, I was drinking coffee when you said yuins or yins. Yeah, I thought I was or yaus. I thought I was gonna, I thought I was gonna spew coffee out my face. Uh, <laughs> I would say you guys. That's something I would say. All right, what's next? See, I'm going totally like off the cuff here. So what's next? What do you call your grandfather? <clears throat> Um, so, of my, my four biological grandparents, my mother's parents were grandmother and pappy. My dad's parents were granny and pop-pop. Well, you just spoiled that because the next one is, what do you call your grandmother? Grandmother <laughs> or granny? And what about you? For, I only knew one of my grandfathers, so I always called him pap. Which is P-A-P? not, yeah, which pap? is not on the option. Okay. So, then my, with and my grandmother, I called her gram, which is also 
not an option. All right, so you fall under other. Yes, for both of them. Pop up on the list. Pop pop. Let me see. Yeah, buddy, it's better on the list. No, it's Papa. Papa. Yeah. Yeah. See, I I I called my Papao. Papao or no no. No no. No no. No no. No 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 no. Anyway, okay. Enough of the Ron Williams moment from Mork and Mindy, but yes, Granny and Pop up and Grandmother and Pappy. So what's next? Which is it, a lightning bug or a firefly? Lightning bug. You've heard of lightning bugs. I mean, yes. of course. That's what, Would you call them lightning bugs? Yes. I don't call them fireflies. No. I call them lightning bugs. In the South, I think they call them fireflies. <laughs> this Fire, is... Sorry, fireflies. This is weird. Anybody in the Deep South, by the way, I want to show you all a bunch of love. I'm sorry, but fireflies. Go ahead. Which is it, ladybug or ladybird? Ladybug. Yeah, ladybug. Yeah, the the red bugs with the shells and the spots. Yeah, yeah, ladybug. Like the movie. Ladybird was like the nickname of Lyndon Johnson's wife. <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculous. Anyway, or Hank Hill's dog on King of the Hill. What do you pronounce what I'm drinking? What? Water. Oh, yeah, water. I've also heard it called water. 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 I call it water. 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 <laughs> water. Water. I've heard it called Wooder, especially in Maryland. I've heard it called Wooder. And by the way, I just said Maryland, not Maryland, like the actual name of the state. Um, but yes, I've heard it called. I've heard. Ugh, excuse me. I've heard it called Wooder, Water, Wa'a. Also falls in line with better or better, as we say a yes. lot of. What do we say? Better. Better. So, all right. What's next? What do you call the thing from which <laughs> you might drink water in a school from? Water in a oh fountain. Water fountain. Okay, there's drinking fountain, water fountain, bubbler, or other. Water fountain. I also said water fountain, but in the um, hospitality industry, we say bubbler. Bubbler? Because they're actually Deer Park water bubblers. Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. Because it's Stop. the jug you put Stop. on top. That's a water cooler to me. No, that's the big bubbler. Five gallon, the big five-gallon The big five-gallon Yes. That is a water cooler. Thank you. And hold on. Before we go any further, <laughs> we used to have one of those in our house in Florida, and it, in Florida, and it was a Zephyr Hills. You know, five-gallon water cooler with the hot water, the cold water thing? Yeah. That is a water cooler. I'm sorry. They call it bubblers. It's not a bubbler. It's a water cooler. You know, okay, let me ask you this then. <laughs> so, when people have chit-chat around the, at work, what do you call that? Water cooler conversation, not bubbler conversation. It's ridiculous. Anyway. Well, that's how we have to address it to our clients. Uh, because we are a six out of seven star Marriott. Water fountain. <laughs> <laughs> next, next question. What do you call a long, narrow board which pivots in the middle so that one end goes up and the other goes down. Seesaw. Or a teeter-totter, right? Or yeah. Or seesaw. I say seesaw. I say teeter-totter. What is, no, no. A teeter-totter is a thing on a swing set. And by the way, if you are in the international audience and you're not familiar with the American-style swing set, I apologize before I give this visual. But the teeter-totter is the swing that swings back and forth in almost like a boat motion where there are two seats and there are two people. There's foot posts or foot pegs, and you use your momentum to shift back and forth to swing on the swing set. That's a teeter-totter to me. It's also the thing that my, my dad's younger brother, Andy, hit my dad in the bridge of the nose with when they were kids, so he doesn't, <laughs> doesn't forgive him for it. So, anyway, They yes. also call it a teeter-board, or you have no clue what we're talking about. Really? <laughs> so, you ca- I called it a seesaw. That's what it sounds like to me. Or I guess some people call it a teeter-totter. Yeah. To me, it's a teeter-totter is a different thing altogether. But to me, what you just described is a seesaw. One board, end of the board's up, one's down, one person's up, one person's down, and there's a pivot in the middle, and it's a back-and-forth motion. To me, it's a seesaw. Is seesaw on the list? Yes. Only te- okay, so see- seesaw and teeter-totter on the list? Yes. That's deceptive. 
Next question. <laughs> what do you call something that is across both streets from you at an intersection or diagonal across from you? Uh, across? Catty corner? I mean, Catty what? corner. Okay. Kitty corner, cat corner, other, or you have no idea. Cat corner? Cat. C-A-D-A. I corner. say catty corner. Yeah. Cat corner. Anyway. I say the same thing. Next. How do you pronounce your favorite nut? Uh, peanut. Pecan or pecan? Oh! I thought you meant my actual favorite nut. It's usually peanuts, but, um, pecan. Like your butter pecan. Yes, my butter pecan coffee. <laughs> yeah. My butter pecan coffee. Or my butter pecan coffee. I've heard it called pecans, too. Yeah. I would say pecan. Same here, pecan. It's like pie. I love pecan pie, too. How do you pronounce aunt? Aunt. A-U-N-T. Yeah. Aunt. Aunt. Yeah. I've heard it called aunt or auntie or auntie. Aunt. Yeah. Aunt. I call it aunt. How do you pronounce the word caramel? Caramel, as it's spelled. Now, I've heard... Now, hold on a second. I've heard this word pronounced caramel. Caramel. Yeah, people <laughs> spell the frickin' word. Pardon my language, everybody. Family, family show. See, I said frickin', so sorry, everybody. Caramel. C-A-R-A-M-E-L. Car- caramel. Yeah, caramel. Not caramel. Car- not caramel. Not caramel. Not caramel. It's caramel. Okay? Caramel. That's, that's what it is. That's a word. How do you pronounce the word route? Like Route 66. <coughs> I would say route or route. I, I say both. I say route. Like Route 66. Mm-hmm. A lot of people say route. I've also heard there might also be on your list the word organization. Um, I've heard some people say the word, I mean, I say organization. Some say organization. So it just, it just depends. Or organization. I've heard several different pronunciations. Um, next question. I've never heard this, so that's my answer. <coughs> How do you pronounce G-P-O-Y? G-P-O-Y? Uh-huh. Uh, I don't know. I've never heard it either. G-P-O-Y? G-P-O-Y? Spell it out. G-P-O-Y? Other? Or I have no I idea. I would probably spell it out. G-P-O-Y. It's probably what I would spell it out as. Is it all capitals? Yes. Then yeah, I'd spell it out. <laughs> I would. It's like G-O-P for Grand Old Party for the Republican Party here in the United States. Same thing. G-P-O-Y. How do you pronounce the wax toy that children use? Wax toy? Crayon? Oh, crayon. 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 Yeah, with, like, it's, it's, I have like, a red crayon. I have a blue crayon. I have a yellow crayon. And notice I said yellow, not yellow. Yes. <laughs> Some people say yellow. Yellow is a band. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. So, next question. How do you pronounce mayonnaise? Mayonnaise. I've heard it pronounced mayo or mayonnaise or mayonnaise. And some people just say mayo. I've also heard mayonnaise, too. Yeah. Or mayonnaise, not mayonnaise. My, my parents typically call it mayo. Yeah, I would call sure. it mayo as well. Or mayonnaise. Not mayonnaise. Or you could take the Jeff Foxworthy approach and call it mayonnaise. Mayonnaise, a lot of people here tonight. <laughs> <laughs> so, and again, I gave credit to Jeff Foxworthy. Good joke, by the way. Good, sir. So, next question. How do you pronounce the word almond? Almond. Is not it, almond or almond. 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 Like with the M-U-N-D sound. Yeah. Almond. Not almond. How but do you pronounce the word aluminum? Aluminum. Or aluminium if you're British. <laughs> aluminum. It's like vitamin versus vitamin. <coughs> or vitamin. Uh, vitamin, vitamin. Uh, same thing. Aluminum is what I would say. How do you pronounce... By the way, this podcast is going to go triple aluminum. <laughs> okay. 
How do you pronounce G-I-F? GIF or? GIF. GIF. GIF, like an animated GIF. Yes. That is the word challenge. All right, and there's no uh, no word list? That was the word list. Really? Yes. Oh, there were other other words, too, like, like, uh, oh, yeah, I guess so. I guess that is the, the word list. All right, so that was the, the accent challenge. I think we're pretty much, what, what, 80% the same? Yeah, we're pretty close. I've seen some of the others um, out there. Again, check it out on YouTube, folks, if you have not done so already. It's the BuzzFeed Accent Challenge. We thought we would do it here on the podcast because, again, audio is what we do and what's what we do best. A lot of bringing you guys some entertainment every single week, but hope you all enjoy the Accent Challenge. Now, let's go ahead and get into the topic of uh, finding some really decent holiday deals. Now, <clears throat> excuse me, folks. I think I just want to go through maybe five high-level uh, topical areas when it comes to finding a good holiday deal, being festively frugal. Um, I should first say that finding a deal is not necessarily just around the holiday period. You can find deals year-round. We do it all the time. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yes. I mean, the Internet has turned into my best friend outside of you, honey. Oh, thanks. <laughs> well, guess what? I'm sorry to be rude to you, but the Internet's always been my best friend. <laughs> but you're my best human friend. Yes. So, yes. So, anyway, let me take a sip of coffee here, folks. And just with um, talking about that, it's research what you're looking for. If you see something mid-year and you know it's like, that'd be perfect for so-and-so, I mean, research for like, it. Right, for like, for example, the holiday period. Yeah. Um, also, if you know you're going to be enjoying something year-round or it's, it's a habitual enjoyment for you, buy it when you can get it on sale. I mean, for example, all the coffee that we have around the studio. Right now, folks, I am not joking. I have 23... Uh, pounds, and that's just American pounds, by the way, 23 pounds of coffee right now, of just purchased coffee because of sales and such. So I have so much coffee, I've coffee for the next couple of years, yes. um, just sealed away. So I know I'm a coffee drinker, I know I'll drink it, I might as well buy it when it's on sale. Um, so indulge when you can. Also, get yourself involved with all the reward programs out there. Now, we've done a few episodes on reward programs on this show before, um, but definitely get yourself onto the reward programs. Again, those points, those rewards... Uh, those stars, whatever the indicator might be, uh, those value items will probably come back to, to help you later on. For example, if you're a traveler for work, definitely get yourself involved with frequent flyer programs and hotel rewards programs. They definitely make a difference. I know for me, as and the same thing with Christina, as members of the Merit Rewards program, we got all kinds of really nice things. We have a couple of free hotel rooms, a couple of hotel nights we need to use, uh, probably over the next year or so, um, just from free stays from our travels for our jobs, etc., um, I myself am actually also happy that when I check in at a Marriott, I also get, you know, bottles of water or bags of trail mix or other little things, uh, that, uh, that I like to pick up before I go to my room, um, at a Marriott. So get yourself involved with the traveling programs. Also, uh, get yourself, um, involved with any reward programs you can from, from vendors of any kind, especially restaurants mm-hmm. and grocery stores. I mean, Christina, um, your birthday, of course, was a week ago where you are <laughs> years old. And so... <laughs> That being the case, you were able to pick up, I think we guesstimated here, and that's an estimate plus a guess, guesstimate. Um, we guesstimated, you picked up probably between 100 and 150 U.S. dollars worth of free things. Yeah. Um, that wasn't even picking up everything that you could have picked up. So I picked up what I could <clears> and what <throat> I had time for. That's right. And by the way, that Red, that red Robin chicken sandwich you had and my Smokehouse burger from Ruby Tuesday were delicious because they were free. Um, but yeah, definitely get yourself involved in rewards programs. Also... Um, and I know a lot of uh, kids used to do this back in the day. Um, oh, it's horrible to say back in the day. But in the past, in the recent past, uh, <laughs> kids used to collect the Betty Crocker points. Remember those? Oh, yeah, they still collect them from and, schools. Yeah, you take them in for schools and things, for charities and stuff. Get yourself involved with those too, folks. I mean, I know that um, 
back when, of course, before major tobacco legislation was put into place here in the U.S., uh, Marlboro did that as well with their Marlboro Country Miles and stuff. Oh, yeah. Um, to get you to smoke Marlboro cigarettes and to cash in for things like jackets and all kinds of stuff and wallets and all kinds of things. But, yeah, I would definitely get yourself involved with those types of programs. So my point is, I guess, in a roundabout way, get yourself involved with with a means that will pay you back for the things that you buy already. For example, uh, any kind of cashback reward points on credit cards. Definitely get the, get in, involved with those. I mean... Christina and I get free lunches from time to time due to credit card points. We'll put the points toward Amazon gift cards. Um, get yourself involved with those types of programs, especially around the holiday periods, because if you do that, then you'll be able to purchase items and also get yourself a little bit of a reward for it. Absolutely. It's one of the best things. And also be strategic with the rewards program. See what you actually get extra reward points for and target that during that whatever <clears throat> month, a quarter, whatever, right. to um, maximize what you can get bonus points on. Exactly. And quite frankly, also, when you cash in on those bonus points, to Christina's point, get the most value-based item that you can. So, for example, Christina always has freebies at Starbucks because of your star rewards. And uh, you right now are gold until after 2017. Uh, yeah. So she's gold for a while longer, folks, without any additional purchases. But look what I did to manipulate the system <clears throat> back when I got this laptop. That's very true. Very true. And... On top of all that, Christina has a laptop in front of her, by the way, folks. We were taking the accent challenge. But in the same token, Christina, when you go to Starbucks to get your free items, you get the most value-based item you can, the most expensive uh, thing you can. Yeah. That's right. Absolutely. That's usually a venti something. <laughs> and you've had my <clears throat> recent venti drinks. Yes. They're frou-fouy Christmas coffees. That's what they are. And what's wrong with an extra... They're uh, warm sugar with a splash of coffee in it. That's what that is. They're espresso. Whatever. What they are is a splash of coffee in a, in a, a vat of sugar. Anyway, <clears throat> get yourself involved with things like that, folks. Um, also, I wanted to say, when it comes to the holiday period, just as an idea, um, I would suggest also purchasing in bulk. Going to your local price club, your Costco, your uh, Sam's Club, your BJ's, your, t your Tesco in the UK, by the way, folks. Um, any price clubs where you can buy items in bulk and make gifts, such as gift baskets. Oh, yeah. Those like are, those like are little chocolates and cookies and... Cookies and coffees and chocolates and all kinds of prepackaged items like that are... Little, like little wrap candies. And yeah, and there are things that are also individually packaged Yeah, that you can also put into gift baskets for people. Um, those are a great hit because you can also give a nice gift basket to a family as a family gift Yes. Uh, versus giving an individual a present like that. Um, so, yes, uh, coffees... Uh, anything that's individually packaged, um, candies, as Christina said. Um, also, the liquor candies, as I call them. You know, the little bottles with liquor in oh, them. Oh, yeah. I love those around Christmas time. <laughs> I like the Kahlua ones specifically and the Billy's Irish Cream. But um, I definitely buy items in bulk that you can make gift baskets out of. And it's also a unique gift because it also adds a personal touch to that gift. Because you made it. That's right. You made it, and you also purchase the items in bulk, so the cost per item is less for you, but delivers the most value to the person receiving that gift. Also... Other items you can purchase over the holiday period that are simple for people um, are simple things that they can decorate as well. Um, maybe some small uh, small pine cone-based Christmas trees. They sell these little short, little 8 to 10-inch uh, trees that people can decorate. Um, also, um, actually with the Thanksgiving holiday, Christina and I purchased a wreath, yeah. a Douglas fir wreath from my mother. Um, very inexpensive item, and it was a plain wreath, but very fresh, very new, and it will last through the holidays. And my mother will spend her time decorating it. Yeah. So these are things that people can easily get their hands on for other people, and it also gives a nice hobby and gives people the ability to use their creative talent. And also, it's not expensive to you around the holiday period, and it's a very easy way to give back to people 
and to give them a means to uh, express themselves during the holiday period. Um, also, uh, for anybody out there that doesn't know what to give a person who has everything, uh, or the most difficult person to shop for during the holiday season, quite frankly, I've always found charitable work is a good thing. So, for example, um, if you know a person who is a difficult person to shop for, make a donation to a charity in their honor, and also when you give them the, their Christmas gift, uh, give them a card, and inside the card, give them maybe a voucher or that authenticity email or, or, or uh, certificate or anything else, where it basically lets them know that they made a donation, um, was, or that a donation was made in their name by someone else. That's always a good thing. Um, typically during Secret Santa periods, and, and if anybody out there doesn't know what a Secret Santa is, it's essentially a, an activity, particularly in a corporate environment, where everyone's names go into uh, some sort of drawing for a Secret Santa gift. And a Secret Santa gift is a 10 to 15 U.S. dollar gift that basically you pick at random another employee or another person in your office, you buy them a gift, the gift is given to them, and no one ever knows who got your name, etc., etc., but you also come up with a list of gifts for yourself as well that fit that 10 to $15 budget. Now for me, typically during the Secret Santa periods, I will always ask that a donation be made to the Susan G. Komen Foundation or something of that sort to help people. I think it's, that's much more important to me for the holiday season than giving me something that I probably won't use or will probably re-gift or give away. Um, or get rid of anyway. Um, to me, getting you a Secret Santa gift is basically the I don't care about you, have a have a prefabbed, you know, Hickory Farm set or something like that for the holidays. Those are more better served at <clears throat> potlucks. Yes, the Hickory Farms items. Yes. Yes. See, I like the Hickory Farms things, especially if you're going to a Christmas party. Yes. And you don't know what to bring, bring a, bring a moderately priced bottle of wine or a Hickory Farms thing. Those things will go quick. Um, especially the summer sausages, the cheese logs, things like that. Now, I like the cheese logs, though, because... They're softer cheese, and they're rolled in, like, almonds and things. They're really good, and you can spread them on the really nice crackers. Oh, they're delicious. Anyway, as everybody can see, I'm, I'm definitely in the mood to eat for You're a foodie. Yes, I am. I'm definitely a foodie. So, um, but it's not hard this holiday season, everybody. It, it amazes me at how many people have a difficult time with the holidays. It's not hard to save yourself a buck or two. And by the way, out there, everybody... Uh, and Amazon is not a sponsor of the Frugal Snobs podcast, but get out there and do your shopping and use the Amazon associate link at frugalsnobs.com, everybody. It helps us out, as our intro to the podcast suggests. So get out there, do your shopping, but also use items like Amazon Prime. Um, again, get your free two-day shipping. It's not hard, everybody. It's very easy. Um, buy your items strategically. Buy in bulk. Make yourself personalized gifts. People appreciate that much more than just giving me some sort of prefab gift or a gift card. Now, I understand Christina was talking about gift cards earlier, but they're an easy way uh, to give people gifts. Now, um, have you ever used a mall gift card? Christina? No. I mean, malls are kind of dying now, Yeah. Uh, shopping malls, but you could purchase someone a mall shopping uh, card or a gift card from a mall where they can basically go to any store in the mall that participates. Um, also, I think maybe even getting people antiques for Christmas is a cool idea. I do that. Um, because you can go to any antique shop that you'd like. I mean, we typically go to antique shops, as, you, as you've heard on, on this show before, everybody, and we pick up some really good deals um, that are pretty cool. They're pretty neat pieces, coins, bowls, depression glass, all kinds of cool stuff, uh, old signs, old wood items. I mean, these are things that you cannot get anywhere else. And you'll probably be cut a pretty good deal on some of your items. And again, the person receiving the gift appreciates it no matter what you paid. So it's always a pretty cool item uh, to give away. It's a, it's a nice antique that someone will actually appreciate. Is that fair? Yeah. All right. So... Any other ideas, Christina, for the holiday period? Sorry, I didn't want to monopolize the well, conversation. That's fine. I mean, the only thing I want to add on <coughs> to it mm -hmm. is the fact that with gift cards, mm -hmm. be strategic when you buy them. 
And when I say that, there pl- some places actually give you an additional gift card. That's true. You actually picked up two Red Robin $25 gift cards, right? And you were able to get with each of those cards a $5 gift card for yourself. Correct. I think um, the International House of Pancakes, or also known as My Health Club, <laughs> IHOP, also uh, does this uh, particular promotion as well. You purchase a gift card for 20 to $25 or more, and you get a $5 gift card for yourself. Um, but again... Keeping in mind, folks, those gift cards are not immediately activated. They're actually only good after the first of the year, typically. Until the end of February. Yep. So they're they're, they're basically a two-month window, a yeah. sprint of two months that you can use those cards. Also, be strategic when you cash in your gift cards, too. Yeah. Um, I would wait for sales. Definitely after holiday sales or after New Year's sales, I would wait uh, for using and cashing on your gift cards because you'll be able to get a lot more uh, for the money that you were given. And so. also, if you're looking to purchase gift cards... <coughs> um, gift this- card ready? Because yeah, the site is not a sponsor, mm-hmm. but you can actually get some good deals online just by looking at whether on eBay, or gift card granted, just to name two sites. I mean, just to give people an idea, Lowe's up to 8.5% off, mm-hmm. Home Depot 7% off, Chipotle all, nearly 30% I off. I love Home the- Depot. That's for people that think they can fix things and usually can't. True. <laughs> Okay, I'm sorry for all the DIYers out there. Up to 8% off Starbucks cards. That's not bad. No. And that's just on the first page, just to give you... Also, keep in mind, everybody, that many of the gift cards that you're going to be purchasing, remember, when you give those to people, they tend to forget about them. Yeah. They're not personalized enough. That's right. That's why I think charitable donations or antique pieces are pretty cool. Because they're unique. You're not going to get these forever. Right. You know? Um, And I know, especially being like an old banknote and coin collector, you know... We hear it all the time from people, oh, why do you collect that stuff? That's useless. No, it's really not. You can't get it anymore. I mean, it's a piece of history in your hands. Yeah. So, <clears throat> I mean, what are you going to do? Go to a pawn shop and buy it? You can't buy stuff at a pawn shop. All they're going to do is screw you over. Uh, look, at, look at the TV show. Yes, the show Pawn <laughs> Stars on the History Channel. I think you used to do the Discovery Channel did it for a while uh, as well. But, yeah, I mean, you, you got to pick your battles, people, especially given when you, if you want to have a family one day and you want to pass things down through your family. You know, now's the prime time. I mean, disposable income, hopefully, in this country will be increasing here in the United States in the coming years or so under the Trump uh, administration. And you might as well get out there and buy some cool pieces while you can, take care of the stuff you got, and uh, add to your cool collections. I mean, again, I have very few interests in this world other than cigars, coffee, and old money. Uh, But, you know, the the interests that you have, there's three items you can shop for me for. You know, the hardest part is finding people... That have no interests, right? Right. I mean, I know... Um, or who interests change a lot. So. Yeah, I mean, I just found I found another <laughs> uh, gift card site called Card Cookie. Mm-hmm. And you can actually buy your voucher. Nice. A $50 voucher for 46 bucks. That's right. And and again, folks, I mean, if you're the purchaser of these cards, you don't have to tell the person that you're giving the card to you purchase at a discount. They're still going to get the same value out of it. So, but again, there's a number of items there, and there's also a number of, of opportunities for you to kind of cash in on the holiday season. Also, if you're doing some shopping for yourself this holiday season, very easy to go out there and pick up some really cool stuff. I mean, especially at, at aftermarket stores um, here in the U.S., uh, popular stores include Ross, TJ uh, Maxx, Burlington, TJ Maxx, Burlington uh, Michaels, uh, Marshalls no. as well. Michaels is pretty good for like, holiday like trinkety things for like crafts and things. True, but and it's, Joanne's. I know you're gonna do Joanne. Well, I was gonna say Michaels isn't a like off-brand store. It's a pretty Nice craft store. Well, I see. So, Joann's and Michael's for crafts. And A.C. Moore. A.C. Moore for crafts. Yes. But I would say, really, Marshall's and Ross are probably your biggest, best bets, along with TJ Maxx for clothing. But I would say just for trinkety items for the holidays, definitely Ross. 
Oh, yeah. That's where the commies came from. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, just really cool little Christmassy things that you can you can do every year. Also, um, this holiday season, if you're going to a Christmas party um, and you don't know what to bring, if you're going to bring something, bring something cool. A bottle of wine is one thing, but you can also bring some really cool items, too, that are easy to make, like sausage balls. Very easy to make. Very economical to make. Do not take meatballs or cocktail, Franks. They're already going to be there. Um, and I know you have a potluck this week. And no one signed up for them. <laughs> so but, guess what? But um, I would think also making some really cool uh, items for Christmas, like trail mix. Christina's really good at making really good trail mixes uh, that are really high in protein and really healthy. Uh, cool trail mix. That was but really they have nice. good flavor. They do have good flavor. You could throw a lot of holiday stuff in there. Some shaved coconut, peppermint, soft peppermints, that is. Mm-hmm. Uh, chocolate, peanuts. Like the little after mint. Oh, yes. Those, the, yes, the little after mint, the little dinner mints that, yeah. that are basically dissolved into powder. Yeah. Uh, those, you could throw uh, some shaved coconut in there. Uh, nuts, raisins, all kinds of really chocolate nice chips. chocolate chips, um, butterscotch chips. Yeah. All kinds of really nice things. And I'm good with protein cookies. Too. Yes. Yes. And so these are high, these are high protein, high fiber, low calorie, low sugar options for the holidays, and they're unique. That's the cool part. They're unique. So okay, Christina, you want to go ahead and wrap up on this episode? Yeah, I think we're pretty good. All right, let's go ahead and wrap up again, everybody. Happy holidays. Enjoy your holiday season. Happy Christmas, Hanukkah. <laughs> good way to say it I love that Hallmark commercial but again season's greetings happy holidays everybody hope everybody has a very safe and enjoyable holiday period and a safe and festive new year we'll see everybody back on January 1st 2017 until then be well never pay a retail hope everybody enjoyed episode 80 we'll be back on January 1st take care everybody <laughs>